Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Thank you for coming back for episode number 136 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Need for Forgiveness, Part 2. In Luke chapter 11, verse 4 in the NIV, it says, Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. Again, our topic for this month is forgiveness. And even though I cannot cover everything in regards to this topic, I am highlighting on different things that are necessary as we cover this topic for this month. So last week, we talked about how forgiveness is necessary and there's a need for it because of sin entering into the world and into the hearts of men, even our own hearts, whereby we have to deal with it. Well, this week, I just want to touch on how forgiveness is a continual part of our lives. It's not that we're going to forgive one time and then that's it. No, forgiveness is going to be a continual part of our lives. And that's why, again, there is a need for forgiveness. It can happen even on a daily basis. Maybe someone cuts you off in traffic or a person bumps into you rushing through the crowd and almost knocks you down. Or the neighbor consistently lets their dog relieve himself on your lawn. Or someone dented your car by not putting a shopping cart back. Or a co-worker spread false gossip about you. Or a spouse abandoned you. I mean, we could go on and on. Daily, we may need to exercise forgiveness. Whenever you deal With any of the human race, and of course we do deal with people on a daily basis, you're going to have to deal with extending forgiveness. Again, forgiveness is a continual part of our lives. Now, when you think about forgiveness, I'm not sure what you may think of. You may read a whole host of definitions for forgiveness. But basically, forgiveness is an act of pardoning. It's releasing and not requiring a debt for the sins or the mistakes that others have made toward you. You release that person from all obligations, whether it be an apology or whatever. You have canceled the debt that they owe you. That is forgiveness. There are many examples of this within the Bible. There, of course, when you look at Genesis There's the example of Esau who had to forgive his brother Jacob after years of estrangement. 
In Genesis, again, there's the story of Joseph, who had to forgive his brothers for betraying him. In 2 Samuel, there's the story of David, who asked for God's forgiveness for his adultery with Bathsheba. In Luke chapter 15, there's the parable of the prodigal son, who sinned against his father. In John chapter 8, there's the woman caught in adultery, who needs forgiveness. In Acts chapter 7, Stephen asked God to forgive those who were stoning him. God forgives us time and time again, and he calls us to do the same thing. There's no limit to how often or how many times we are to forgive others. God wants his forgiven people to be forgivers. In Luke chapter 17, verse 3 to 4, it says, If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day, and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. And then Colossians chapter 3 Verse 13 to 14, it says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. God has entrusted us with the responsibility and privilege to forgive others who sin against us. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35, there's the parable of the unmerciful servant. We realize that there was a merciful king, and I really suggest that you read this, because I'm just making highlights in regards to this parable. But there was a merciful king, and he was owed by his servant, a debt that servant could not even pay. If you calculated what was owed, there's no way that the servant could pay it. But yet the merciful king was moved with compassion and forgave the servant after the servant pleaded with him to please forgive him of the debt. But of course it was impossible for him to do. So then the merciful king cancels the entire debt and lets the servant walk away debt-free instead of selling him into slavery or punishing him. You see, that's an example of what forgiveness is, canceling the entire debt and not requiring any obligation in regards to what the other person has done to you. But in this parable, we find out that the servant who was forgiven that the king had compassion on, he goes to his fellow servant and then he demands that the fellow servant pays him a debt that was much smaller than what he owed. He even became violent toward the other servant, even though the other servant pleaded for mercy too, just like he did. He throws his fellow servant into like a prison and requires that he pays. Well, when the other servants who were serving the king, saw what this unmerciful servant did, they went back to the king and they told him. And the king was furious because the king felt that he did not have compassion on his fellow servant as the king had had on him. 
Then you see the king takes this unmerciful servant and he deals harshly with him. This is an illustration of how God has dealt with us. God has been merciful to us and has forgiven us all of our debt when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So then how can we turn around and not forgive our fellow brother and sister? who owe us much less than what we owed God. And again, I'm going to get more and more into this as we go throughout this month. But if you want to understand more about God's forgiveness for you, go to our website given at the end of the podcast. And on our front page of our website, you'll see what it is to have Jesus as your Savior. Here, it talks in regards to Jesus has forgiven us, and so therefore we need to forgive others. He is our merciful king, and therefore we, as his servant, we need to turn around and forgive others who also owe us a great debt. And yet, if we refuse to forgive, then we will be dealt with in the same way as the unmerciful servant. It actually says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 35, This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Now, one of the things that people are concerned about, that if they forgive, does that mean that they have to be reconciled or do they have to be in fellowship again with this individual? A lot of times it's a common reason why people withhold forgiveness because they think that requires immediate and total reconciliation with the offender. And so people who have been hurt do not want to go back into an abusive situation. Well, it's not true that if you extend forgiveness, that that automatically puts you in relationship or reconciliation with the offender. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. Hopefully, forgiveness leads to reconciliation. That's what you want. But there is a distinction too. Forgiveness involves letting go of a vengeance and hatred for being wronged. Reconciliation can be described as restoration to a former relationship or restoration to harmony in the relationship. One person can forgive, but it takes two people to restore a broken relationship. So forgiveness alone neither guarantees nor demands reconciliation. Often much more is needed before reconciliation can take place. For example, repentance, restitution of a wrong, or evidence of a genuine change. If forgiveness is to be taken as going back to the offender, as if nothing ever happened, then people most likely will reject or be reluctant to forgive. You have to remember, there is a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Of course, God would love for the forgiveness to lead to the reconciliation, but there are situations where that may not be so. Again, it takes two individuals to be able to have a relationship restored or reconciled in such a way as it was before the hurt or the offense took place. 
Well, I hope that gives you a little bit more insight. I believe and trust that it will. And please join me again next week as we continue on this topic. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.